0: Welcome to Product by Design with Kyle and Eva.
1: A podcast about product management and product design.
0: Where we'll talk about subjects from product strategy to inclusive design.
1: Every episode, we just have a good conversation about all the things that you may already know or not know. And occasionally, we'll have a guest from maybe engineering or other product managers and designers to talk about all these topics.
0: All right. Welcome back to another episode of Product by Design with Kyle and Eva. How is everything
1: going? Uh life. Just life getting in the way of life. I'm tired, but happy to be here. Uh just been really busy and it's really hot outside. It makes me want to take a nap every day. Yeah. But I don't have that luxury. I guess everyone uh anybody that has a 9 to 5, there's no nap. Not an option. Um.
0: So. Yeah, unfortunately. We're we're in the thick of it now. Uh we are in summer. So I feel like on the last episode we were talking about easing mm. into uh summer a little bit and how it was still somewhat spring like, but we are we're now in the thick of it. Like at least where we are, summer, it came fast and furious. So I don't know where other listeners might be and how things have shaped up for you, but we are, we are certainly in the midst of summer and we are just, we, we hit 103 outside our house today. (laughs) Yeah. So that is, that is over 40 degrees Celsius. I'll have to check the exact conversion here real quick since we don't, for all our international listeners, since we don't use Celsius, no three. Fahrenheit. Why is that?
1: <clears throat> Every time when someone brings it up, I'm like, why? <laughs> why don't we?
0: Why? Um, yeah, that there's probably a long and storied history to that. And it's re- super unfortunate. So that's almost 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah. I, I, we, we, uh, we definitely eat, use that in brazil when i was there and 40 degrees that was always like the mark it was like it's a it's a 40 degrees celsius day you know you're yeah that's that's when you know that it was going to be terrible terrible so that 103 is 39.4 degrees celsius so that's Wait, just super what's up.
1: the number again
0: yeah 103 degrees fahrenheit is equivalent to 39.4 five oh, degrees celsius high. yeah so high so hot wow so anyway yeah we are we are in
1: it welcome <laughs> to summer and melting yeah um at what point do you start calling it like oh it's summertime
0: june so june. i'll i'll settle i'll just settle this debate june july and august that is summertime uh official yeah so, <laughs> we don't even need to debate it anymore. a Very uh,
1: heart line that you're drawing. Yeah,
0: March, April, May are spring. June, July, August are summer, and September, October, November fall, and December, January, February are winter. There you go. You can just you can set your calendar. Uh, you can disregard uh, all other things. Uh, you know, when the solstices are and and when all of that other stuff is like the official start of summer, that's just, it's pointless. It's useless. Use those months as the guide and you'll be much better off.
1: I started saying, yay, summer in April, (laughs) April. Is that triggering?
0: Yeah. That's you're, you're way (laughs) off. You're like two months (laughs) off.
1: Off. I don't know. I just started the summer party a little earlier than your household, which I don't know. I feel like back in April, it was already like hot and sunny. And I was happy with where we were. <laughs> now it's kind of like, okay, I know we're talking about summer here, but it's a good getting a little out of hand, <laughs> just a little too hot.
0: Yeah, it was warming up, but that was, I mean, it was like, it was still springtime. So d- despite I, where, you know, where you were where we were it was still definitely springtime, easing it, it was still easing into summer but it was it was fast approaching but we we've moved into it full force and it's just it's hot so i don't know i don't know about other places but we're i think it's gotten pretty much western united states is is super hot like drought can yes. like extreme drought conditions everywhere it's uh i was looking at some of like the national forecast and things like that it's just it's absolutely insane so it's probably going to be a tough tough summer uh I, I, yeah
1: i don't think we can complain do you know how hot it is in vegas right now it's like melt
0: your face off hot like we were looking at that it was like 111 i believe
1: <laughs> yes yeah. no it was higher i think last time we checked hold on let's do a life check real quick if anyone's listening from uh, Vegas, please give us a tweet yeah. and let us know if you're still up and running and alive. Yeah. We had, we had a,
0: yeah. Uh, okay. hundred. I was off by one. Yeah. We had a friend call out, <laughs> uh, cause we were talking about different places to visit. And, uh, one of our friends was like, yeah, come down to Vegas. And <laughs> like, oh, you're, you're you. talking about coming in the wrong direction for the summertime. Cause uh, so we had to check the temperature and we we're like, yeah, no, that's definitely not happening. <sighs> v- Vegas in the summer. You-, you gotta be absolutely crazy, crazy. Like that's, it's the perfect place to go in, uh, like, or, er- you know, late winter, early spring or like yes. late fall. Cause it's just super, still super warm and that sort of thing. But I just, I don't even know what you're doing down there. Uh, Southern Utah, Las Vegas, <laughs> Phoenix. I mean, that's like walking on the surface of the sun in the summer. Like it's just, <laughs> it, it's, it's insane.
1: <laughs> oh, this kills me. It just, I see what you're saying though. it's I, even when I walk outside, sometimes outside of my house, I feel like I am each step. It's just, Oh, I'm melting a little more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm happy that it is summer because as you guys all know, we're based out of uh, Utah, so there's not much of <laughs> sunlight or happiness um, <laughs> after October. I think October. That's when everything starts to just die a little or a lot.
0: Yeah. Depending on you are. No. See, and that's where I disagree. Like, you're you're <laughs> fine coming through the holiday season. It's January that things just get bleak and yeah. and tough because I mean you have like. October is awesome. November you can you can make it through like Thanksgiving and then Christmas. Like you have all of these things mm, that, that, is that true. you're kind of working working towards and just celebrating and um, you know other holidays and, and winding down the year. It's when that new year hits and the bleakness of of all of it and the coldness and <laughs> the darkness, <laughs> it all it all you starts to set in. Happiness. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know what you're saying, but that that's what I'm saying now. And also this year, I think it's exciting that we're, you know, getting vaccinated. People are getting kind of somewhat, you know, excited about oh, it's summer. We can actually take a vacation this year, possibly. And congrats to, to those who are going anywhere. Yeah. Um, congrats. <laughs> I don't have any trip planned yet. Do you?
0: Uh yeah, we're gonna go to Hawaii next month. So that's oh. that's like a vacation and then we have like camping trips and stuff so are you gonna melt in hawaii in hawaii uh will be significantly cooler than it is here so it's far more temperate thankfully so it's always it's hot it'll be like in the 80s i believe but um compared to the 100 degree weather that we're experiencing across the western united states it will probably be quite nice
1: And speaking of the sunny, sunny Hawaii that you're going to, let's talk about... (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, you see where this is going? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about the opposite of light, which is dark. And what are we talking about today? Let's
0: talk about darkness (laughs) and bleakness and the uh the dark arts of dark ux and dark product design which is our topic for today uh creating the basically the uh, i don't even i mean there's a lot of words we could use but like the dishonest and uh what yep. what are some other like adjectives we could use to describe it yeah the the
1: evil the evil yeah just <laughs> straight up
0: evil manipulative patterns that uh, trick users into doing things that they don't want to do. So let's talk about it. That's, yeah, that's our subject for today. Dark UX and product design.
1: Yes. Also known as the dark, uh, what is that? Dark patterns. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say something really cool and I could not come up with a joke, but yes, it is also called dark patterns. So, so yeah, let's start with what it is. Um, do you want to start first?
0: Yeah. So, uh, basically for me and expand on this for us, Eva is dark UX and dark product design is basically patterns or design or different, uh, things within an application or a website or just design that we, that we may put in or other, you know, people might put in in order to trick a user to do something that a business wants them to do but that the user themselves may not want to do and that's basically what makes it evil or makes it dark is that it's using uh sometimes blatant trickery or sometimes like very very subtle trickery and manipulation to get users to do things that they otherwise uh, might not have done or might not have wanted to do
1: Exactly. I think you hit all the points and, um, yeah, the main point, uh, the one word that is very important is just manipulative. And, um, I, <laughs> I think that's really the core of it. it's really tricking users into doing things that you don't really mean to do or don't know that you're doing. And it's kind of, um, I would like to compare dark patterns to kind of playground bullies or the, a friend in middle school who is always trying to get you to do something because it's cool and trying to shame (laughs) you into doing something that, but, um, in the interface or in an email or in any websites. So that's really, um, I, I think that's really what it is. The manipulating users into doing things that you don't want to do. And this is probably more common nowadays than, uh, well, I guess, It's been around for a while and I love seeing the different ways that they um, by they I mean different companies or different advertisers, whoever uh, keep coming up with new ways to to trick you into doing these things. And I mean, I'm already thinking about these different moments and I'm sure that uh, listeners, you have those moments that you're going to start having flashbacks during this episode. So please share with us. Um, But before we get into it too, I just really want to bring up this website that I have looked into (laughs) and it's (laughs) been a journey. It's really fun. Uh, It is (laughs) darkpatterns.org. It's not org, So it's very official. Um, (laughs) I love that. Uh, Okay. Actually, let me give credit to um, the designer who started the site. Uh, His name is Harry Bricknell. I really struggle with this last name, but I think it's... Pronounced Brignull, B-R-I-G-N-U-L-L. Um, so Harry, um, he started this website called darkpatterns.org and it <laughs> lists out um, all different types of dark patterns that um, exist in this world. And I would like to propose one more item uh, after I go through kind of quickly down the line what they are. And I have a feel that I picked out that I <laughs> personally dislike very much. Um, the other ones are... Uh, Not that I don't dislike them, but it's just less harmful to me because some of it um, definitely hurts uh, the damage that it's done uh, directly impact my bank account. Some of them. So Mm -hmm. that to me, those are top, top uh, items that I do not like. So um, should I, should I go down the line? Just quickly mention all the different types
0: You know there's a there's a whole bunch should we yeah should we start with like some of the most common or egregious and you know talk about uh talk about those and maybe give some examples of them and and we'll get uh we will kind of go down i yeah. i think i have a, a list of them uh you've got a list darkpatterns.org has uh has a pretty good list i think we'll probably touch on at least most of them, or certainly the best of them, and then go through like, yeah, the three that I just want to, yeah, some examples of how they impact us and, and yeah. And the, the, the awfulness of dark, dark design, like this is, it's such an important topic just because like literally as we create our applications and our experiences, like we have so much power uh to yeah. influence how users interact with things and this goes across everything that we that we do and that they do and so like if we if we use manipulative patterns within our experiences like it can have a significant detrimental impact on people in in a really bad way and so to see mm-hmm. to see like companies have that as a primary way of working or at least, you know, to, to implement those, uh, yep. in, in what they do, it's, I'm glad that we like talk about it and call it out and we need to just like continually call it out more. So that's what we're, that's what we're going to do.
1: The more I look at that list, the more I want to add to my list of like top items. I yeah. just like,
0: Oh, we're, we're, we're <laughs> probably going to, we're probably going to hit on, on a lot of them. So let's, let's do it.
1: Yeah. Well, what's <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, what's, what's at the top of your list here?
1: Um my top, top, top uh hate list <laughs> out of the entire list of uh dark patterns is forced uh continu- continuity. I really have a hard time saying that word, but it is um when when the free trial of a service ends, yes. it doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. It just kind of like ship yeah. you straight into the, the line of like, oh, you want to keep paying now um uh, without any warning or assuming that you want to continue and just giving you a quick notification. Um, and I have an example that I want to get into in a second. And the second one to me is the hidden costs kind of very similar. Anything that, you know, takes money out of my wallet or trying to, um, yeah. I, I think it's really, truly, <laughs> I see what you're doing there and it's not good practice. Um, not a good way to run your business. doesn't matter in real life, in a store or online, right? Yeah. Get your hands so, out of my pocket. Yeah.
0: So l- let's talk about the forced continuity. Cause that's, yeah that's like a, that's a, a serious one and yes. is pretty much how I feel like almost almost everyone operates and is so you sign up for like a free trial or something like that, uh, where, you know, you get a, a one week trial. Well, all right, let, let, me step back. It's not how everybody operates, but it's how a lot of companies operate where you sign up for a free trial or you sign up for some sort of, uh, trial period. Um, or you know, you sign up for for any sort of period, put in your credit card information, and then, uh, you know, without any warning, you're basically like auto renewing, and yep. or or your you know subscribe, your free trial ends, you go right into the you know paid subscription, unless you actively like remind yourself to get out of it beforehand, which yep. I've had to do before. So like, I'll I'll put a reminder in that, like, hey you know, on Tuesday evening, I have to cancel this thing because I've done the free trial. It ends at this time. I don't need the paid subscription. And so I have to end it. If I don't end it, I'm going into like the paid subscription and that is going to be bad for me. So like, don't forget on Tuesday evening to, to do this thing. So, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's not how you should be getting, your paid subscribers because you're going to see like massive churn.
1: Uh, so on that note too, I have a specific moment that I still yeah. remember till this day. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have Netflix. So this is <laughs> a little bit, not directly about like free trial, but remember when the monthly price mm-hmm. increased. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember that little pop-up when you open your Netflix app and it just kind of, tells you yep. your monthly price is increasing to i don't know twelve dollars fourteen dollars mm-hmm. on this day um we're adding more great stuff for you to enjoy and then the only button you click is okay and there's a tiny 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 <laughs> uh fine print underneath the okay that says you may always cancel our membership by going into netflix.com <laughs> cancel yep Site. Like, thank you good to know that i have to go to our website um Right now I'm in the app and most people are just going to click okay. You know what's going to happen next? For, just going to forget about it yeah. and, you know, keep watching how to get away from murder or is that what it's called? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm just trying to think about show. Anyways, mm-hmm. and forget to cancel. And that labor that comes with choosing the second option, um, it's always greater than yeah. to just continue to yep. just let it renew or let it, you know, take money out of, out of your pocket. Right. So... So yeah. And also Skillshare. That's another example. I really like Skillshare for a while, but then auto renewal. And like you said, many, many companies do that. And it's that sad that it kind of became the norm. Mm-hmm that there's so many people that just kind of do what you just said, because I have so many of those reminders, make sure I cancel audible, make sure I cancel uh blue apron, whatever it is. Right. And some of these, I know they're not necessarily free trial, but again, it's just after free trial, you, you should ask, you should ask. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Or, um, even better is to, you know, not require the, you know, any sort Credit of hard. like payment inform you know, payment information up front so that, you know, you can do a free trial without, you know, any sort of uh, auto payment information, like, you know, going through because, you know, a lot of, a lot of times like the free trial is, is just that, like, you know, you're experimenting with a whole bunch of different products, which I do all the time for, you know, Mm -hmm. for personal use or for work or for whatever it is to see like, which of these is going to fit, either my needs or our team's needs or whatever it is. And, you know, I don't want to have to like remember that, okay, I'm, I'm doing, you know, free trials here to see which of these is going to work and then go in and like have to cancel so that I don't get charged and have to deal with like the fallout of all of that sort of stuff. Uh So yeah, like that's, I mean that, um, you know, I'd say that the best companies are not even requiring any sort of payment information. They're just like, you know, Hey, here's your trial try it out uh you know get the information that you need and then if it works for you then you'll sign up and you know you'll become a a paid member if not then you know it's fine too but anyway agree with you forced continuity is a very dark pattern
1: and i really think that (laughs) uh I know there's, there are probably studies out there to kind of measure how much money we're kind of flushing down the drain of <laughs> services that we're not using, but don't even know that it's happening. <laughs> so take a yeah. look at your credit card statement, everybody.
0: Yeah. Oh, seriously. Um, and you touched on, a, on, on a second one, hidden costs. So, uh, the, I think the second one, I think that's the second one you said, which was the hidden yeah, costs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had this come up uh, pretty recently. Uh, so, th- and this drives me crazy too. I So, I agree completely with you. Uh, it's on my list as well. We went to a, a, a US men's uh, soccer game uh, mm. a week or two ago. And this is, I feel like this is the case with all tickets that you buy to like most events is that you go through the purchasing process and then you get to the very end and they hit you with like a 10 or 15 uh service fee for for whatever reason and and you get like these hidden fees at the very very end and it's like come on like why why can't you just put these fees up front in you know in in the price like why do you have to hide uh, these costs like at the very end it right. drives me absolutely crazy that uh t- i feel like most tickets do that so tickets to events uh airlines do that as well um you know where you where you yep. get like nickel and dimed like right at the end for um hotels things like that like just just give me the cost up front um i i feel like that's a huge thing with like why we all value free shipping i was thinking about that for this episode mm-hmm. is like You know, we want to see the costs up front. And so like we want everything bundled together, even if it's ends up being more expensive. Like we just don't like as people having costs hidden at the end. And that's why free shipping has become so popular, even if it ends up being, you know, slightly more expensive or or whatever it is, like just put that cost all together so that like as I'm making purchasing decisions, I know what it's going to be. And I can make those comparisons upfront, as opposed to getting through the whole process and trying to like, understand that, like at the very end, at the end of checkout, drives me crazy. So hidden costs is is so dark. And so there's so many, (laughs) so so many industries that do that, like airlines, hotels, uh, tickets, events, things like that.
1: Yes. And I think this, the reason why this is on, well, my list as (laughs) top <laughs> hate list is because also it's just now when you mentioned like the ticket, you know, industry and stuff hub and all these companies, it's almost like it's common in the, you know, sh- showbiz or, mm-hmm. uh, cons- concert biz, but it's like, why is it common? Why is this accepted? Um, and almost because one company is doing it and everyone in the industry is like, Oh, we'll do that too. Mm-hmm. And is that what's happening? And I, I think that to me is pretty, pretty gross. (laughs) And it being kind of accepted is also part of the, you know, um, problem too. So that's why it's on my list pretty high up. Yeah, And we're not talking about like $2, right. We're talking about like 40 bucks on top.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It can be, it can be significant. So it's not, it's not like a small servicing fee or, or whatever it is at the very end. Like There are significant. It feels like it's always significant charges at the very end, and with hotels too, there it's like resort fees that you get hit with like right at the very end of the process. Mm -hmm. It's like a resort fee. Like you're you're a resort. Like you're this is what I'm paying for. Like why is this not part of the charge at the very beginning? And it's like a per night charge. It's like I'm paying for the room per night and now you're adding a per night resort fee. Like what in the world is happening here? Just add that to the room fee at the very beginning. Like this is not complicated. Just make it all one price from the start. Like that would be so helpful, but it's, yeah, it feels like just to keep the prices lower at the very beginning, which is essentially what it is. Like how do we make the prices lower at the start you know, we do all of these fees at the very end, which is just, it, it's a super dark pattern and um, you don't do it. Like that's, it's not cool.
1: Agree. What's on your list? All right,
0: uh, let's see. So th- this one happened to me the other day, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, disguised ad. I'm I'm usually so good at not not clicking on these or falling for these, but I was on WebMD and on on my mobile, which was probably part of the problem and totally got taken by one of these disguised ads. Like I clicked on it, uh, like for like a symptom or something like that. And it took me to <laughs> this other site and I was like, Oh, you come on. You, why, oh, why? No. Um, on WebMD, on WebMD of all places. Like you, I mean, you just, you, you trust some of these sites, but like the, uh, disguising the, ads and buttons basically disguising ads as either you know part of the page or as buttons that you would normally click on for you know more information or things like that um just another like really dark um design pattern both in the advertiser and then in like the placement on some of the web pages like it's just uh, very very an- another dark pattern that is not very helpful and i think it's easy and it's easy enough for i think some of us who are very very well versed in in what to look for but i mean this is for others who are just not as attuned to mm-hmm. uh either mobile or online and things to look for like i mean you're just going to be clicking, clicking on these buttons and ads all the time which is obviously what the advertisers are looking for but just another like super dark pattern that i mean i i was super frustrated when it happened to me and i got taken over to this other site when i was just looking for for some information but um anyway yeah manipulated the, yeah
1: yeah you got manipulated
0: got but got manipulated
1: that act, i'm so glad you mentioned uh, disguised ads because that one is barely not on the top three (laughs) I was debating either that one or Roach Motel which is a fun one that I don't have on the top three but the disguised ads I feel like uh it's everywhere it's everywhere Uh, I'm looking at you Reddit YouTube and Instagram (laughs) yep I I I think they do a really good job mimicking (laughs) as normal content but you cannot separate the two sometimes At a glance, there's no way. And I, yeah, I feel like this one is very straightforward. It just, they're trying to get you to click, trying to get you to look at it. And I don't like it.
0: Yeah. yep, Yeah. And you touched on probably the next one that I was going to bring up, which is the the Roach Motel. Uh, (laughs) So what is a, what is a Roach Motel?
1: Basically easy in very difficult to get out yeah Uh, i just love the name out of the entire list there's another name i really like too but um roach motel it really is so perfect for for that
0: yes so yeah there there are so many sites like this um and and so many services like this where you can easily subscribe or easily get in but you you can't easily get out. So, I mean, my rule is however you subscribe to something or however you sign up for something, you ought to be able to unsubscribe or get out in the exact same way. So like, if you do that online, you should be able to just as easily get out as you got in. Like that's for me, the test of if you have done the UX and the experience correctly like you can get in and get out the same way, um, but I have I, I have a couple of these like that have happened to me over time and some so like some recently. So unsubscribing from the Wall Street Journal. I don't know if this has been uh, if they've updated this, but I know the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. Uh, you can easily subscribe to both of those in like a variety of different ways. If you want to unsubscribe from them, at least. In the past, and I'm pretty sure, probably still now, you have to, uh, you cannot do that online. Um, you have to like call them, oh get on, get on with like customer service, and unsubscribe. So, easy, super easy in, very, very difficult to get out. Uh, same thing with uh, a, uh an express pass for the freeway. So I I signed up for this uh, oh, when I, when
1: government. I
0: was yeah when I was commuting. Uh, so commuting long, so a longer distance. Um, so I was commuting further from my house. Uh, this was a little bit, a little while ago and, you know, wanted to be able to use the express lane on the freeway, uh, occasionally. So like when there was bad traffic, be able to use that if it was just me and that's like a paid service. So you get like a pass, you can use it, um, signed up, did all of that online, uh, then stopped commuting as frequently. Obviously, you know, we're in a pandemic don't need that. Uh, went to uh, unsubscribe the only way to do that is to call the customer service and do like an and and talk to them and have them have them take you out of the program Um, which is just absurd so fortunately uh, my card that I was using for that, like had expired and, and <laughs> didn't, like, wasn't going to renew. So I was like, okay, they're, you know, I'm not going to have to, Perfect. I'm not going to have to talk to them or anything. So that was like, my unsubscribe was just an expired credit card that, uh, I was just gonna, you know, let that go. But you, you should be able to easily get out of some of these things and they just make it like super difficult. Cable companies too, looking at you, internet and cable, like yeah. same thing, you yeah.
1: Yeah. The example I gave earlier for the Netflix uh price increase, or well, at least they gave me a pop-up, I guess. I I don't know. Am I asking for too much for them to ask me if I want to or not continue? But I do feel like that definitely also fit into the Roach Motel um trap. <laughs> it's like if you want to cancel, you can you can. You just have yep. to do all these things and remember to do it in a second after you've get out of this pop out and go to this website yeah. and you probably have to walk in again because you're not in the app doing this anyways. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. Very, very, very annoying. And again, love the name though. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, um,
1: oh, there's one thing that I sometimes do that. I think it's helpful <laughs> when I say helpful. It's just unfortunate that this is the problem. Some companies drop uh, themselves into because when I type in, whatever service, you know, in Google, right. If I see how to cancel as part of the popular search results or uh, suggested search searches, there's probably some problems there to get out of it. And that's a good sign of, you know, why is this a popular search? <laughs>
0: so that's, yeah, no, that's, a <clears throat> that's a good call out. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So
1: yeah, definitely Google that before you get in, before you come in.
0: Yeah. Seriously. All right. What else, what else do you have?
1: Okay. So this is my third um, on my hate list is a confirmed shaming. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This one is so common. So, so common to a point that I see it when I'm trying to learn stuff on the internet, see it when I'm trying to buy stuff or not buy stuff. And um, so this, I almost feel like this is so common that I don't even have to bring up a specific brand, but if you want an example, so loft, they do this model that comes up and then they're saying, hey, we're giving you this many percent off. The one button is uh, you have to punch in your email, right? Because that's mm-hmm. how you get your discount. If you want to cancel, the button doesn't say cancel. It says, no, thanks. I prefer to pay full price. Yep. Like I hate that language so much. It's again, manip- manipulative and trying to make you think, oh, wait, do I really want to pay full price? Do I really? That make you sound like a sucker, right? Yep. And it's very manipulative. It's using psychology to make you feel like you're choosing the wrong option, even though you knew us, you know, a second ago that you wanted to cancel. Um, and this is another one that I think is kind of funny because I was trying to learn some stuff about SEO. <laughs> I Can't remember what I was searching. Yep. Ended up on. I feel like I, I cannot bring up whose website this is because it's <laughs> their name is their brand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to bring up who it is, but it's a popular um, SEO (laughs) guru website. And on the top, it just says, do you want more traffic? And the one button says, yes, I want more traffic. And the other one, no, I have enough traffic. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. Um, Anyways, this is very, very manipulative. And I think, again, if I see this as a human, right, it's really that, that... one friend that is not really your friend telling you like, Oh, it's cool. Everyone's doing it. Why don't you do it? And it, Oh, well, <laughs> this is not cool. Why are you doing it? Almost, you know, that same mentality. I really think it's very unhealthy yep. uh, as a practice to get your users to do what you want them to do. Again, it's just playground bully uh, tactics. Yeah. That I think it's, we don't accept that in real life. Why do we accept that on the web? Yeah, I don't like that
0: completely agree. Yeah, <clears throat> there's so many good examples of that too. Um kind of going along the same lines. Uh another one that we've got on the list is like misdirection. Uh and this is a huge one for me cuz I feel like it happens all the time on so many different websites where they will hide the just hide pertinent information or hide the things that they don't want you to do and readily display The things that they do so uh, this has like so many different like aspects to it where they will news sites for example uh hide the uh like if you have an ad blocker for example this happens to me all the time um they will have the pop-up that's like turn ad blocker off and then hidden somewhere like in text that you can't see is like Mm -hmm. continue with ad blocker but you, you can't see it anywhere so, you have to like search. And so, it's like, you know, what do I do here? It's like, I can't, like, there's no way to continue without, you know, turning off my ad blocker because I can't get rid of this pop out <sighs> until you find like that, like, oh, no, it's continue here without turning off the ad blocker. So, like, hiding that or like making the little X. On a pop-up window uh, like so small that you can't see it, or or things like that, unless you like input your email or or those types of things, um, just like those misdirections. Um, and one that I've been uh, coming up recently against is like accepting of cookies. So I've been like clicking in to a whole bunch of these uh cookie things because it's like accept all cookies or like change the settings i've been going in and like i'm going to change you know accept certain cookies and like change the settings but if you go into that there's like so much information in there that it's hard to like even decipher what it like what to to do in there like it's so Mm -hmm. hidden and so obfuscated that it's like what is a normal user supposed to do in this case other than like go and just accept everything that this site wants you to do? Sign which a is of yeah, which is exactly what they're intending to do is trying to obfuscate again all of the the things that you could potentially do so that right. you do the thing that they want you to do rather than like make the options clear and simple like hey, here's what you can do or here's the other thing that you can do. It's here's what we want you to do. We're going to hide everything else so that it's not easy for you to do anything but the thing that we want you to do.
1: Um, This one also bothers me a lot because um, especially when you're trying to cancel a subscription, they ask, oh, pause plan instead of canceling. Right. And they also purposely change the styling where the CTA, the prominent button is pausing the plan, even though you clearly want to cancel and that one extra step—if you don't look at it and just confirm—and you're now pausing the plan. It's just going to, you know, renew again in a month or however long um, you just committed to. Um, I think that also—if I'm saying that I want to cancel, I don't want to pause. Yeah. Don't show me that button.
0: That's a I mean, that's, show me the
1: button, but don't make that. Don't yeah. try to distract me with that button.
0: Yeah, that's such a good call out. I saw one example of this, of misdirection, like throughout, it was with a game, and throughout the game, like there is like a blue continue button. And that's like, you you click that throughout to kind of move from one uh, part of the game to the next. And then as soon as you get to like the end, there is the use the same color button uh, for like ah. a buy, uh, you know, buy an extension pack and then put the continue in just like plain text below it. So you get so used to just continue, continue, continue with a blue button that you get into kind of the habit of that and then there's like a buy button with the same color, you know, same text and the continue has all of a sudden changed. Such a dark thing to do to your users to like get them to buy something as opposed to like continuing with the same pattern that you're using of continue. Um, man, I thought that was dark. I, I may have to dig up that example, but that's, I mean, that's like, like serious misdirection that, uh, that you're employing there.
1: And I don't know where this example fits in, but I feel like this is probably an appropriate one, uh, to talk about distracting, um, the user to do what they want to do and then, you know, getting them to do another thing instead. Um, I don't know if you have the Reddit, Reddit app. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just end up on Reddit on the web. Every time I pull it up, the little pop-up that asks like, Hey, you sure you want to open it in Chrome? You don't want to open, you know, in the app? It's so annoying. And it's like, no, I did not mean to come in to install the app. I just want to, you know, go into whatever post I just get linked into. And that pop-up does not go away. and It's so annoying. (laughs) Anyways, I think misdirection, that probably is something that happens a lot to, you know, oh, install our app, do this thing instead of, you know, reading the article that you just meant to read real quick and get out of there. Yep. Yep. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Another one, and this this is kind of a funny one, is um, like the the FOMO. So, fear of missing out uh, where you're putting in trying to get people to act quickly. So either by putting in, you know, only a few hours left or
1: timer timer yes.
0: um only like a certain quantity left or those types of things so you know, kind of spur people forward. Um that's a super helpful thing if it's like legitimate. You know, there if there are only like two left um or if there if there really is only a few hours left, but like to use that as a continual, uh, thing to drive, uh, people to act quickly is like a really dark pattern. We had this happen. (laughs) Um, so you to me looking at you, uh, where you're constantly (laughs) like, uh, having a sale like every day and it's like nine, you know, nine hours left in the, in the, uh, you know, in the whatever day it is sale until it restarts on the next day. So I mean, like, for For anybody who's used you to me, like you know that like every day is a sale and it has like you know ninety percent off or whatever, but for those who haven't um you know it can spur that kind of like oh wow we gotta we gotta jump on this uh this sale and get everything uh you know while it's on sale so um you know that seeing that happen and i i mean that's like another dark pattern where like you you gen genuinely have sales like literally every day, and it's not. You don't have a a real time constraint on it, and you're just it's like using deceptive. that, yeah, to deceive and kind of manipulate people to move forward. So, the that's a dark a dark pattern that a lot of frankly a lot of companies use, and it's um, it's not helpful. And once people kind of understand it, then it, it loses all of its like value. So, um, you know, you, you can kind of use it one time on people who have come in new, but then, you know, once you kind of have done it once, then everybody understands like, oh, this is, this is just the way it is. And I'm not going to worry too much about like the sale happening right now and that sort of thing. So is, is it really doing what you hope it hope it will?
1: Yeah, out of all the examples and all the um, ways and types of dark patterns are formed on the internet, um, there are a lot more that we didn't even touch on. And But I just want to bring up that there's another one that is named after Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I don't think we talked really um, anything about this one, but I really recommend everyone to look up privacy zuckering. <laughs> <laughs> It is about um, publicly, you know, sharing more information than you're ready to. And the app is just asking you, hey, post this, post that. Love it.
0: That's everybody look yeah. into it. <laughs> that's, that's Can a great you imagine
1: one. just having your name uh, used in and like, oh, this is what evil looks like on the Internet?
0: <laughs> Anyways, Oh, uh, that's yeah. Well, I guess if you're worth that much, then maybe it doesn't bother you. <laughs> um I, yeah i've got i've got one last one too um Ooh, and it's it. yeah the opt-in instead of opt-out mm-hmm. uh, which has this is an interesting one because yes. it has both like a dark side and a light side so it can be used probably so this is a, this is a really interesting one for me because it can be used like in a really like positive way um, and for those familiar with like opt in versus opt out, for example, like donor registry, for example, like in countries oh, who yeah, use yeah, yeah. donor registries as an opt out, um, they have like a 90% donor rate uh, as opposed to countries that use opt in for like donor registry, like o- organ donor for o- organ donors, basically, um, like the US is an opt in and we have like 15%. Uh, registered organ donors. Uh, mm. So, I mean, it's like a huge, huge difference is opt-in versus opt-out. And that's right. like a real social good. Yeah. And the same thing goes for like 401ks. Like if you do an opt-in versus opt-out, um, you can have a like a really good impact in something like that. Like people yeah. having, you know, they just are automatically opted in. You get like a much higher savings and investment rate as opposed to having somebody have to like actually go and opt in uh, instead of opt out. So there's like some really good things with it, but then like the the converse of that is like, you can see that people don't opt out of things. And so it can be used for like serious evil, it depending on who is actually using it. So if it is a, you know, a large tech company or, you know, just yeah. even a small company, that has the ability to say we're going to opt everybody in and you have to now opt out actively, there's a good chance that most people aren't going to. And what is like, who is deciding that and what is the thing that they're doing? And is it, is it for good or is it for, is it for users good or is it for the company's good? And that's probably like a good way to, to look at it. You know, in the case of like organ donation and 401ks, like those are for a much better purpose than like just solely for the company's good as opposed to the actual user's good. So
1: yeah. And uh, this is I feel like this podcast can go on for five more hours because everything <laughs> you say just bring brings back more of these flashbacks. But um there's a really popular option and I don't know who popularized it. And um you have seen in some of your apps the option to choose to not have your data sold to a third party, uh, usually that's an opt-in to participate. <laughs> it's silly to say participate in a do not sell my data program, but that's kind of a popular option now. And I really, I don't know where it's coming from. Like, don't just don't sell my data to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And, and and that has become, yeah, just a really popular option. And I, can, I really cannot think of a particular app right now, but I've seen it many times. And again, I am f- afraid that this is going to be kind of the norm. And you can argue that, yeah, at least they're asking, you know, you have the option to not sell your data. But at the same time, it's like, no, let's just not do that. And I... Every time I say that, I feel like I'm asking for a lot. But again, we're used to accepting what's been <laughs> given. And with all these ways to create dark patterns in the, on the internet, in your apps, and everywhere, I think we are... Uh, it's cheesy, but we're better than that. And um, especially when I work in UX, we literally work for user experience, not company experience, right? And monetization is not my job. And I do understand that sometimes, yeah, we want my company to, you know, stay in business, but I think we need, we can do it with more transparency and with more, you know, in the room advocate for the users and do it in a way that, in a way that is, you know, um, not just based on, yeah, we want to put our metrics in front of, you know, the, what the users, users actually need. Um, man, I just got really worked up just now. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly
0: right. Oh,
1: another one. Sorry, one more toss in there. So when you sign up for any new uh, services or subscription, any new account um, service, yeah, new new sign up. um, uh, Right underneath your email form field input, just very often the box is already checked where it says, "Oh, send me promotional news (laughs) and like offerings and stuff." No, don't check it for me. I really don't. In that
0: email yeah so yeah yeah and that's and that's another i mean that's a perfect like opt-in versus opt-out like yep you it's much better to opt in to those types of things so let users check that box if they want to opt in as opposed mm-hmm. to opting out you know having that box already checked right. and they have to opt out of it so i think that's exactly right like who who is benefiting from that specific thing and I mean, there's, there's been a, a lot of talk recently with, uh, I mean, Amazon just launched uh, Amazon sidewalk, which is like all of your Amazon devices are now sharing, uh, internet bandwidth with each other. And it was an opt out feature. So, you know, you have to go into you know, your settings yeah. and opt out of that. And so, um, you know, that's, that's like one of those things that you, I mean, you don't even, you're not even aware of it unless you're kind of aware of it, but you know, should that sort of thing be in an opt-in or an opt-out? I mean, to, to do it at scale, you know, Amazon is obviously looking at it as it has to be an opt-out type of feature, but you know, what are the implications of that for, for users and for, for everybody involved? So those. Uh, those are the things that we're grappling with who benefits from it and should we be opting in or opting out
1: Uh, this episode makes me feel so tired and so worked up (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and again there are just too many too many ways to trick people into doing something yeah yep and that's
0: i mean that's for me what it comes down to is like dark patterns in ux and product are it really is about manipulating users to do things that the business wants that they may not want to do. Like if, if users really, if it really does benefit users, then, you know, why not make it clear for, Mm -hmm. for them? And, you know, it can be something that is mutually beneficial for our businesses, for our product and for our users. And if that's the case, then there's really no reason to hide it or to manipulate people into doing it. And so we don't need to have dark patterns in ux we don't need to be evil and push people into things like we can be very transparent about what we're doing and have you know people have users be partners in that and Mm -hmm. be advocates for our products and for our businesses as opposed to tricking them into becoming customers and probably be becoming not very happy customers if you know if they've been tricked or you know not very happy you temporary users or you know just bouncing off of sites and that sort of thing uh if you know they've accidentally clicked on something or accidentally opted into something or or that sort of stuff like that's that's just not the way to treat people in general so don't do it it's it's dark and it's evil
1: be that voice in in your meetings yeah. But again, I understand sometimes it gets difficult, but we can all try, try our best to fight against the the evil, the dark patterns. So
0: that's right. Be, be the light. And so, like yeah, it's, yeah. so somebody has to, and even if your like business is advocating for that sort of thing, like be the person advocating be to not be. Yeah, to not do those types of things, so that we can have fewer dark patterns and fewer evil, manipulative designs in the world. Because it has to start somewhere, and frankly, that's going to be with product and design making the case that we shouldn't do that. So, starts with us.
1: Yes, that was well. I'm on that I'm not as worked up and not so tired anymore on that message. <laughs> um. Can I, pro- can I propose one <laughs> new, new term for yeah. something that I think is so <laughs> it's so, it's going to become a thing in a few years and you're going to remember this moment. Okay. Okay. I, I want to coin the term dumb patterns. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I want to share with you this moment. It's, I've been trying to figure out if it was dark patterns or not. And if you were more, if it was more like a dumb pattern. Well, I'm the one who's dumb in this situation. I'll tell you what happened. So I was going through my emails and I was like, Oh, cool. Somebody just emailed me telling me that I'm their role model. (laughs) Clicked into it. It was a promotional email. (laughs) And I was like, Oh man, they're really eagle baiting me. And I walked right into that trap and yep, that's it. That's the story. I got tricked. Because I thought that somebody was really sending me a really nice email. Oh
0: man, they got you. They got yeah. you good.
1: They, they, yeah. And you really just sit there in front of the computer and just think, "Wow, what was I thinking before I clicked into that?" <laughs> just dumb pattern. Yeah. Yep. Making me feel dumb. Anyways, just wanted to bring that up. Nice. I, I'm coining the term right here. Dumb, pa- dumb pattern. Dumb patterns. All right. <laughs> yep.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought, um, I thought you were, you were, uh, I, I, I agree with that. And I thought you were going to be like, you know, we're going to look back and all of these dark oh. patterns are just going to look like dumb patterns because they don't work anymore in the future, you know? So oh. that's, um, Waited.
1: Yeah, yeah. Turn it into a more productive message instead of just me confessing how <laughs> dumb I felt at that moment. How dumb we, I like
0: that. We're going to look back and realize just how dumb all of these things were because, you know, people just, they stop being effective. And so, you know, you can't use manipulative yes. uh, design to trick people. You have to actually, you know, help them and, you know, have them come along with you and solve actual problems and not just like, you know, uh, opt yes. them into stuff because you know they're just going to opt right back out, and and that sort of thing. You can't uh, can't trick them into nope. becoming a customer because other people aren't going to do that, and and they will become loyal customers mm-hmm. of somebody who's not tricking them. So you'll just look dumb if you do it.
1: I'm with you, and that's a high note. I think.
0: <laughs> All right, there we go. We'll end it on a high note.
1: Yes. Do you have any product shout out or product gripes this week? Let's see. Um,
0: shout outs and gripes. Uh, I feel like I, I probably do. What 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 uh, what do you have? What do you have for product shout outs I have and gripes? A shout this week? out. Okay.
1: It's so boring though. This okay. one is so boring. Spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> I love Google Sheet, and I strongly, strongly dislike. Excel, Microsoft Excel. I just had a moment this week where I opened Excel. Uh, I mean, I have a Mac. So I opened Microsoft Office Excel. Immediately I'm like, why is the font so small? (laughs) Why is everything so tight? Why are there 50 buttons that you don't know where to find anything? I was doing some uh, analysis on, on a usage report or something anyways just trying to you know get in there put in some numbers and and get some calculation done and i was just annoyed and i don't even remember why i felt like going into excel instead of because usually i'm already in google sheet and just i usually go straight there Mm -hmm. i think i just had a moment of like (laughs) oh you know remember clippy and and just thought about microsoft and i went in there and i definitely was like nope goodbye i remember why i stopped using microsoft excel (laughs) And I really think the interface is a hot mess. And um, yeah, Google Sheet is great and it's already ready to be shared with people you work with. That's true. So that's it. Nice. And uh, I do dislike their charts in Google Sheet. So I will keep it. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. my shout out with a little bit of a gripe. So. Cool.
0: I, I think I saw that you'll be able to embed google sheets into gmail directly so that just the awesomeness that will be coming to gmail here soon or is already there i haven't tried it out but i did tweet it out so looks just positively uh like somebody should have said no we're not gonna do that but there yeah
1: is that gonna be what's that gonna be like i don't Uh, know or do i
0: i don't know looks kind of like a hot mess but um anyway. Yeah. Go, yeah. Go, go to that tweet. You'll, you'll see. It It sounded
1: cool for a hot second, but yeah, it
0: looks like fun. I don't know if you can do it yet. We'll have to try that out. I didn't try it, but, um, yeah, I'll give, I'll give a shout out. Yeah. We've, we've been, um, been kind of talking dark this whole episode. So I'll give a shout out to the ESPN app. Um, because that, that sounds kind of like, um, uh, anyway, I've I've been watching a ton of soccer lately. I'm a big soccer fan, and the the Euros are on right now, and so that's where uh, in ESPN is uh, broadcasting all of the European Championship, uh, which is just so much fun. And so like watch it on. TV, on the computer, on my iPad. And it's just like, I've, I've got it going like in multiple places and it's just, it's been, it's been super good. I don't watch a ton of sports, um, other than soccer. So uh, it's just been, it's been like a a real seamless experience, which has been super nice. So shout out to that. I, I don't use the ESPN app, the ESPN app for anything but soccer, but it's just, it's been been killing it for me which has been awesome on everything there you go and yeah go watch the uh the euros and get to get your fill of of soccer before the world cup starts in the qualifying this fall it's gonna be exciting i i just you're like yeah i can tell you're not into soccer so
1: well here's the thing i grew up in hong kong so like soccer is still closer to home in many ways than uh, what is that? Football? Football. <laughs> See, I, I, I sometimes yeah. still have to make that switch I'm like, which one is football?
0: All right. Yeah. I mean, we not can call it, anymore. we can call it football. And it's just, <sighs> I guess for so our sorry. American audience, yes. we would be, we'd be talking about soccer, but football for our yeah. international audience.
1: That's right. That's yeah. right. But yeah, I'm not huge into sports and stuff, but yeah. I do appreciate the practice of, you know, this whole industry. Pretty cool. Yeah. Athletes are cool. So, yeah,
0: we, we love, we love soccer at our house and we just, yeah, we, we've been, we've been watching a lot of soccer. I, the, yeah, it's just my my kids love it. They play it. Uh, we, like I said, we went, we went to U S men's national team game, uh, recently, which was a ton of fun. So anyway, yeah.
1: I support you and I just, yeah, I got nothing to say about sports, but I appreciate the work go, and go sports. <laughs> just, just sports in general, go sports. <laughs> but yeah, I think basketball, it's like the most watchable to me because it's fast and you know exactly what's going on and, you know, love that and yeah. go, go jazz. Jazz is doing great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go Utah Jazz. I'm I'm pulling for them to win championships. They they broke my heart a couple times when I was young <laughs> and um you know went to the finals and lost a couple times. So maybe this is gonna be the year. We'll see.
1: Ooh, fingers across. Yeah. Anyways.
0: There we go. All right. This is a high note.
1: Yeah. Jazz is <laughs> a high oh, note. Jazz is a high note. We get it?
0: It it there we go. Oh man, all the puns. So it's been a great sports podcast. I
1: can't say that out loud. Yeah, but yeah, we we did great. And thank you for listening. That's mm-hmm. the episode. Goodbye. See you.
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. You can find out more about us and our podcast on our website at productbydesign.co. You can also follow us on Twitter at prod by design. That's at prod underscore by underscore design. You can follow me on Twitter at Kyle Larry Evans. And you can also find Eva on Twitter at Yan Chow Chow. See you next time.